Howdy everybody out there, this is Big Beefin'. This is JP and I am one third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What you doing boy? We have a ride, bring us in Shane. Now you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... Where all of your wildest dreams come true. That's a good one, that's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins, you got to be smarter than fucking average bear. And I looked at him, I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking, I just left. <laughs> average bear, that's a, that's a yogi, yogi bear, right? Isn't that? He's that's funny. a yogi bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. But the, so That's bullshit. If, hey, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> That's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck, you never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat the drops. Let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> Shit my pants on the big leaf and Just enjoy the show. Mr. Black. Don't around. Uh oh. <laughs> Good morning. Oh, sorry, sorry. Do what? What? I'm sorry. Let's start over here. Good evening. Wait, wait, wait. I, 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 I thought we were waiting until everybody gets here. Jay, it's recording, it's recording right now, Daniel. I'm, I'm trying to introduce everybody before she shows up. Oh, okay. Well, I thought we wait for the guest to introduce. Do you mind? Well, Do introduce mind. her, but uh, John wants to introduce everybody else first. Oh, okay. Are we ready now? Okay, Dale. Okay. I, I was like, evening. John, do the fucking intro so I can add it here. Dale. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting edition of that Big Beefin' Show. I am JP, and I am one third of the Big Beefin' Show. And to my right is the milkman, Dreadnought himself. And then to the left is the captain of our boat, Mr. Shane Rollins. Now, how's everyone doing this evening? Doing fucking great. All right, now right. I'm on the same page now. All right. Yay! Yay! That's awesome. <laughs> All right, I want to introduce everybody to Stormy. Hi! Uh, Hello! Uh, Stormy's a local cosplayer from the great state of Texas, formerly known as Tejas. Mm-hmm. That got changed uh, 150 years ago or so. I, I still like Tejas. <laughs> I, I'd rather go with Tejas. Well, Tejas. Tejas is like friendship, right? Isn't that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that wasn't good enough for it. <laughs> uh, Stormy, uh, cosplaying. How is that going? How did you get involved? What's up with that? Uh, I moved here from Florida about mm, four or so years ago. And when I got here, I was so impressed with how many people like actually cosplayed here. Because I guess in Florida, they didn't cosplay as much. And I was a big nerd. You know, I've been reading comics since I was a kid and then watching anime. So it was a big thing. Like, it was just a part of my life. And then I just started going to the cons here trying to make friends. And it kind of took over my life. (laughs) Anything's better than Florida. Mm, I agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Florida's a fucking wild. That's a free-for-all in Florida. Everything happens there. You got uh, pandas, alligators, all kinds well, of stuff. Any crazy, bizarre story you read, nine times out of ten, it happened in Florida. True. <laughs> I, 
can't can, deny that. <laughs> can you tell us uh, a funny experience with Florida for, for yourself? Yeah. Uh, one year, we had uh, Wait, oh, one second. One second, Whisper. No Who's problem. making that noise real quick? You know who it is. Shade, could you kick it real quick, Shade? Or we got to right. live with this. Because <laughs> this is... Uh, every time we have a guest, I swear. Join back in, boy, when you get your fucking signal. All right. All right go <laughs> ahead, Whisper. Sorry about that, lady. All right. Now, tell us a, tell us a, a, a funny story from when you were in Florida. Okay. Uh, we had hurricanes a while back, and it was about two of them. One of them was a tropical storm. And we came out, and there's like this uh, canal out there, and we actually had an uh, alligator in our pool. And <laughs> oh, we shit. were like, what do we do? So we called, you know, the police, and we're like, hey, do you guys need to send out animal control or anything? And no, the cops just came and like grabbed the alligator out of the pool with their hands. And we were just so weirded out because we were like, I don't understand how that's possible. <laughs> Ain't like alligators like the most like, uh, People had to wash their hands with, like, uh, what was it, John, like, bleach and stuff because they have so much bacteria and crap like that. And they use it to bare hands. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, and they would just, like, hog time and take them away in, like, their cars. And we were just like, <laughs> okay, I guess that's normal. So that was <laughs> normal, easy. That's a normal day for my guests. All right. Yeah, especially during, you know, the uh, hurricane season. How, how big do you think it was? Oh, it was smaller than me so i'm about five three so i'm thinking it was about like five foot four and eight you know oh, hell uh, no. <laughs> john you got that knock that out yeah get my uh, head bit off you know have you seen those gator wranglers you just go up there you do that little <laughs> thing yeah tap its nose yeah just hit them yeah yeah you just grab it you grab it from underneath it and you just pull it back and you got it now uh Stormy, you said you watched anime. I, this is my question. I, I always ask everyone who watches anime. It, do you pronounce it manga or manga? I say manga. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. We got one on our side. Yeah. Stuck on that fucking half price books, you fucking bad. <laughs> You don't try to ask them anything, and you just try to act like you know what you're doing and try to find it, because sometimes they have no idea. Do you get the straight-up reebs, the ones that tell you, oh, I'll only watch it in uh, uh, subbed, not dubbed, to you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, funny story. I work with a person that works at Funimation, and you know, for a oh, while, crap. I was like, oh, well, I don't listen to dubbed. Ugh. And I met her, and I just started to appreciate her so much. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start listening to, you know, some real voice acting and give them some mad appreciation because they work hard, man. Yeah, those voice actors ain't no joke. I heard uh, Sam Jackson used to record there at Funimation, and he was real cool is what I heard. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, they were branched here in Texas. Um, yeah, yeah did you have some questions you wanted to ask Daniel? Did oh, you no, you would, uh, you know what? I got two of them out. What would you? What was the origin of your name? What made you decide to be? Uh, is it is Rispy your cosplay name or is that? Uh, crap. Okay, no worries. So my real name is Whisper, and I feel like it's oh, so, no, you're good. I feel like it's so unique that people would be able to like find me a little bit more easier by that name. So I was like, when I was a kid, because I started this when I was like 16, I was like, okay, well, let's think. 
I was like, I really like comics, and Storm's my favorite X-Men. So I was like, I wanted to do something with Storm. Uh, and then on top of it, I was like, I really like koi fish, because I remember my grandparents taking me to the Japanese garden in Fort Worth, I think it was. So I was like, I just kind of like combined those two to like show my love of like anime, but also comics. So I would be able to kind of do what I want in the end, you know? Like cosplay comics or anime or games. Interesting. What uh, what kind of comic books have you been reading, or, or do you read any? Are there any special kind that you like? Or I had a big uh, love for back in the day. There was a Supergirl comic book that came out uh, that was drawn by one of my favorite artists, and I can't remember his name. But I collected that up until it started changing art styles. So I guess he had a contract for so many. But Supergirl was a big one, and then I've had a lot of. Uh, Star Wars, I've collected a couple of the Star Wars ones uh, with Darth Talon and stuff like that, because I really like the art in those. Um, I'm trying to think. I've collected a lot. A lot of X-Men Evolution, and then a lot of... I can't remember exactly which X-Men, but I have at least 125 of those in my closet. <laughs> so I collected those. I remember like asking my mom just to buy one from the store, because I just wanted one so bad. So, Is there any X-Men. Sorry. Sorry. Were you a fan of the 90s X-Men uh, cartoon? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I liked it mainly because I feel like it followed the actual comics more. And I liked that a lot because that, that was a good an intro. That intro sells the shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all running at each other and shit. Yeah. Uh, did, uh, in the X-Men cartoon, did you like it in the alternate version when Wolverine married Storm? Did you, did, you ever, did you ever want them to continue that? Okay, that's kind of my crack ship, so a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I really liked Wolverine and Storm, because I felt like, as much as Jean Grey was a great character, I felt like there was a lot of attention from the males on her, and I was like, where's, where's Storm's love, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I felt like she she needed more some more love in the show. Was that when Storm was walking the Mohawk? Oh, yeah. 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 In the, well, uh, the Storm universe. Storm got her due. She married a uh, Prince Kachala. Yeah. They falling out. They get. Then they split up here recently. Yeah. You know, it's not everything <laughs> works out. I guess. You know. Kachala but... <laughs> got too full of himself. He's like, "Hey, uh -oh. I run this shit. This is my kingdom." And she's like, "Fuck you! I control the weather, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> I think she's so, got a good choice. Whether Wolverine or Kachala, I was like. She's got it good either way. Like, man. Well, I've seen versions where Wolverine damn near hooked up with all of them Storm, Jubilee, Jean Grey, Rogue. Like yeah. Comics. Yeah. Where she hooked, he hooked up with Rogue. And even Magneto hooking up with Rogue. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I get that she's a fan favorite, but. I don't know. I've known, I've known some little hairy guys in real life, and I don't think they're pulling that. I don't <laughs> did, you, that did, down. You ever, did you ever read any of the Ultimate comics? I think so. I think that's the ones I had. Is that the one where she, um, spoiler, I'm sorry, but is that the one where she ended up uh, getting the firepower, like the flames? I believe so. Okay, yeah, that's the ones I collected then. I, yeah. I, I was going to ask, like, how, why did they ever in the Ultimate Verse, why did they make Magneto's son and daughter love each other? Like, that was so awkward. Why did they do that? That, that was oh, so weird. Oh, you got to keep it all in the family, son. Didn't you know? <laughs> and then Wolverine saw it. He's like, "Wow, well, f this! I'm just gonna leave." He didn't do nothing. He saw it, like, "Okay, well, that's good." Leave. You know? <laughs> my favorite, my favorite part about that comic is when they went up when Magneto 
went up against the Avengers, and like Thor throws his hammer, and he's like, "Really, fucking metal hammer?" Flings that off to the side. Then Captain America throws his shield, and he's like, "Really, a disc?" He throws that off the side. Then Iron Man walks in. And he's like, "You got to be kidding me! <laughs> All you guys got are metal weapons, you know." Took Obviously, he wasn't designed for the X Men. <laughs> right. Oh, no. So let's get back on topic a little bit. Uh, what was Stay the- on topic. Yeah. What, what was the very first cosplay you ever did? The very first cosplay, like, I totally put together? Yes. Oh, man. I think it was a Naruto cosplay. <laughs> a long time ago, around, like, around 2010, I was uh, a part of my friend's uh, Akatsuki group for mm-hmm. a con. And I was Daydara from it, so I was, like, cross-playing. So that was, like, my first, like, exposure, you know what I mean? I, like, begged my mom for this overpriced uh Akatsuki jacket and stuff like that. So that was the first one. But now what? here we are. <laughs> what was Did the you know Naruto run? Did you put your arms behind you and run you with know, there's, there's there's science to that, Shane. There's there's science to that. Yeah, it's how you fucking trip and bust your jaw. <laughs> no, you go faster, man. It's how you go faster. <laughs> it's science. It's proven, Shane. Proven science. Um what what was the latest one you just did? Okay, so I took a little bit of a break from social media because I just needed to step away for a little bit. But the last one that I did that I was really proud of um, was I did a gender-bent um, bunny suit Mr. Freeze for a So I made a whole fully boned uh, pleather suit uh, that I kind of went like on Hugh Hefner's bunnies. And we had a whole group for that. So that was like my most recent one that I made myself that I was really proud of. So. Uh-huh. Well, I was gonna say, well, what was your most proudest one you ever made? Same one. It's a, it's a little bit of Mr. Freeze, and then I also, I don't know if you guys know what Winx Club is, but I was a big nerd for Winx Club, and I made Flora, and I remade the corset like three times because it was my first time making anything like that, and I was really proud of that it actually stayed together at the con. <laughs> so, because you know. When you go there and you're like, oh, this is great. And then start, things start to fall apart. But that one stayed together. So I, I, I counted that as a success in the whole scheme of things. With that being said, what was your most awkward con you've been to? Or oh. you had trouble at? Okay. So this is nothing against the con. This is just an experience uh, that I had. We went to these a are, con. These are shit bags. We know that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially, you know. I was a part of the idol community for a while and there was a couple of creepy guys around there. But this one was when I went to a con as a guest, I was trying to be more frugal. And I was like, Hey, let's, cause we had to pay for a hotel. And I was like, Hey, let's get a cheaper hotel and all this. And so we're driving up there. I think it was in Texarkana and we get there and I'm weird. I don't know if you guys do this, but every time I go to a hotel, I check under the mattresses. It's what my mom's <laughs> always told me to do. <laughs> So we get there and we're like, oh, this is kind of creepy. And it's just my friend, my boyfriend and I. So it's just three of us. And so I'm like, this is kind of creepy. So I check under the bed and lo and behold, there's like a pair of needles under the bed. Oh, and shit. I was like, it's oh. 3 a.m. Oh, <laughs> Where are we going to go? So, you know, we kind of called up the actual hotel that was provided by the con. And we're like, do you guys have any rooms possible? And they're like, yeah. So they ended up giving us like a discount for going over there and stuff like that. But it was like a nightmare because before, by the time we got to bed, it was like almost 5 a.m. And I had the con yeah. the next day. <laughs> I was just like, oh, it just for sucks. For some damn Beatles? Yeah. Yeah. 
it was crazy. I was like, that was a bad, bad decision on my part to try to get cheaper. <laughs> so I don't know if you've ever had an experience like this, but I had a, uh, I had a me too moment, if you will. And, uh, the boys already know about this, but I'm just going to go ahead and tell I'm it. There. Uh, so I went to the Austin comic con one year. It's probably been about six or seven years ago. I went as a uh, Shazam at that time. He was known as captain Marvel. He's now Shazam, right? Yes. One of my favorite superheroes. And I uh, got a custom handmade costume from the feet up. Everything is, is handmade. It's all sewn together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I'm there cosplaying and having a good time. And like, surprisingly, I guess there's a local Austin, like uh, DC costume cosplayer group or something oh, like yeah. that. So I had this dude that looks just like Christopher Reeves. Like he could be Christopher Reeves' son. Like he looks exactly like him. A little on the thin side. But looked just like him. Looked like a dead ringer. So he was there. Everybody's wanting to get photos with him. And then here's Shazam standing by him. And then they had General Zod. They had Lex Luthor. They had all these DC characters. Well, this Michael Keaton Batman guy shows up. And he had little sticks in his cape. So he could, like, fling his cape out. Like he was looking, you know, like all Batman and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you've probably dealt with cosplayers like this. But he was extremely loud and very obnoxious. Like, you just in your face. High energy, like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's get a picture over here. Let's do this. Let's do that. And, you know, it, it's fine. You know, hey, I'm, I don't judge people. You know, do your own thing. We're just there to have a good time. You know, just to, I like to go take pictures, kiddos and stuff like that. You know, just mm-hmm. have fun, see some cool stuff. So I, you know, live and let live. And um, we get, we're getting this point where a lot of people are starting to take photos of us because we're all grouped up there at the entrance. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, man, you're big. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, wow. He takes his hand and he puts it on my chest, on my Shazam lightning bolt. And he starts uh-huh. rubbing my chest. And he's like, oh. that's all man underneath there, ain't it? No padding. And he like just slaps my chest. And like my wife is standing right there with the camera, right fucking beside me. There's kids running around. And if, if, if I hadn't been in this setting, like I would have pushed the, I'd be like, hey, back up, Jack. You know, and yeah. it would have been on like fucking Donkey Kong, as they say. But because I was in this awkward situation, it's like Shazam can't go fucking beating on Batman right now in, in the middle of this. So, no, it's canon. Yeah, right. Now that's accepted into the storyline. But I, I, I was thinking, really, man, why you got to do that? Why? Why are you doing this? And I, and I'm the type of person. Anytime I'm in the spotlight or anything, really, just anything, my face lights up red. I can't control it. My face gets bright fucking red. So here I am in my red Shazam outfit with a red ass fucking face. This guy oh. embarrassed me and all these people. And I was just like, man, you ruined what would have been a perfect time. And oh. we soon left after that because I just didn't want to, I don't want to be around him. I didn't want to yeah. follow me and do his little Batman thing. And I'm just like, man, it's not cool, dude. I think, um, well, what's lucky for, I think, DFW is like, now we have like a lot of these cons of like uh, cosplays, not consent signs. Yeah. Uh, they recently started popping up, but I think, Honestly, as a female, I don't have that much anymore because of how big it is. Because, you know, if a guy comes up and tries to take a picture with me, if I don't, if he doesn't ask me, like, if he can put his hand around me, I automatically, like, step away from him. So it makes it more awkward, you know? But um, with guys, I feel like, yeah, I feel like with guys, they don't have that same kind of protection. Like, because they, like, guys think that they can, you know. Yeah, don't touch me. Yeah, exactly. It's. You know, I agree. Well, and then there was another time I uh, I got a friend of mine and she uh, 
she cosplays. I did this. Uh, I, it's kind of embarrassing. We did this movie. It's not a very good movie, um, but it's called The Chalice. And uh, anyways, one of the lead characters in The Chalice, she was a, a friend of mine that played a wood elf. And again, costume made from the feet up. Totally custom made costume. Well, her like midriff was showing in the costume and she had big pointy wood ears, kind of like your uh, Zelda cosplay, like just yeah. like the. And um, so we're in the con and I'm walking with her and this big dude, like, like probably had three inches on me or 360 pounds, comes up, starts talking to her, starts hitting on her. I'm like, hey, do you see I'm fucking walking with her? Like, what am I? If I'm just, am I imaginary, you know? And he's like, you're really pretty. Are those ears real? And she's like, no, they're elf ears. They're fucking pointy elf ears. And he's like, they look real. I want to touch them. And he starts reaching out, trying to touch your ears. And I'm like, back the fuck up, chief. Oh, yeah. The problem was I was dressed up like Dr. Midnight. And nobody knows who the fuck Dr. Midnight is. So I had no, I had no, all I had was that stupid little owl turning his head. That's all I had. <laughs> No, it's crazy how brazen some people will be at cons. Like, I'll have my boyfriend, like, right next to me, and they'll be, like, hitting on me, and I, I, I don't know how to react, and he doesn't know how to react, so I'm like, uh, we gotta go. I got a photo shoot. Bye. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's really awkward, because it's, like, you would think having male friends or, like, a significant other would, like, deter people, but it really doesn't. It just kind of sometimes makes it seem like a challenge to them, and I'm like, no, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm alpha dog motherfucker, so I'm gonna start pissing my therapy. <laughs> start peeing on the floor everywhere. Yeah, right there in the fucking I, con. Just drop it. This, this, is my, this is my spot. Dude, take it. You want to challenge me? Let's. I, I do like the frogs doing, like puff up, you know. And... <laughs> Sometimes oh, you got to do that, man. Oh yeah, we're, uh, your your boyfriend uh, cosplays a little bit too, does he? Or somewhat? Mm -hmm. because, yeah, he uh, does. I think uh, when I when I told John to them, I was like, yeah, yeah, she, she David did a uh, uh, payday two or payday cosplay, which was pretty cool. Yes, yes, we did payday get together. He does uh, wolf, and I do clover, and we actually have a Hawkston mask downstairs. And we just per recently purchased. My friend did a jacket, and he made the gun from Hotline Miami. Miami. Oh uh, crap. Yeah, so we just recently purchased that. So we like have like a whole wall going, and I'm like, if someone walks in our apartment, they're gonna think like we're crazy serial killers because we have all these clown masks on our wall. Those but, masks are hard to get nowadays. Uh, some of them are exclusives, are they, or you got to get them custom made? So uh, the two that we have, the Hoxton and the Wolf, are from the actual like website because they sell some of them. Our Clover, we got pretty uh, lucky because. Around the time we were looking, I was like, I want a specific look from her mask. Because the one that they were selling was kind of wonky looking, and it didn't look good with the paint. So we looked, and we looked, and looked, and we finally found this one that's made out of, like, some kind of uh, plastic mold um, that I can't find now. But it's it fits my face perfectly. It doesn't look too big. But I've never seen – I know they – I think they made a Sydney one that's official. But that they haven't made, like, a really good Clover one, so – I was happy about that. I think I bought it off of eBay. That's pretty cool. What how, up? How much, let me how let much? me ask you. This. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. Go ahead, Shane. Uh, okay. For all of our listeners out there that aren't into like the whole anime or magna thing, this there's a there's a character in the. I don't think she's anime. I don't think she's manga. She's like a a J-pop singer, but she's not real. It's a hologram, and she's got blue hair. Do you know? You know? Oh, I know, you know what you're talking about. I forgot her name though. 
can't remember. Like big, really big in uh, either Japan or China. It, all it is like she's a singer and she's just a holograph. But it's are all. Guys, what's her are name? You guys talking about Miku Hatsune? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's like, she's all she's she's built like she's not an actual person, right? No, no, she's not. They actually take uh, actors or singers that will say like a syllable or like a word, and they'll use that and put it in like into like an auto-tune function system, and that will be what makes the song. So they'll play like A-E-I-O-U, and then that's what goes into the song. So it's really cool. It's really ingenuitive. We actually saw them in concert twice, where it was like a concert full of holograms, so that was pretty cool. Was it fucking really? sold out? Was it all, was it packed out? Uh, no. It was pretty good. La this last time it was sold pretty thick. Like, we couldn't see hardly anything. But the first time we went, we went in cosplay, which was a bad mistake. But <laughs> the we were able to see them and everything. And it was really good because they, I don't know if you guys know this band, but it's called Anamanaguchi. But it's like, they have like this really sound to them. It's like old school gaming music. So if you guys haven't seen them, check them out because they have a Miku song that's great. But they kind of went really well with the set list. So it was really fun. They're really cool. I bet my nephew Nico would love that shit. He loves oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Dancing stuff. <laughs> Wait, Whisper, what would you consider your best con you ever, like, you, in your opinion, your best con you, you went to? Uh, hands down, it has to be KatsuCon in Washington, D.C. Like, that was, like, we flew out there, we stayed at, like, a really expensive hotel that I couldn't afford ever again. Um, but it was a hotel that had, like, a mini city in it. And then had, like, this huge courtyard that went into, like, the bay of Washington, D.C. And it was just amazing. And it was also the first time I've seen snow because I've never seen snow at all. What? Like real so, snow? Like real snow. Like snow that was not, like, well, I lived in Florida. And then Texas, we kind of had, like, I don't know what you ice. guys call it. You got but... this black ice that ruins the roads. and causes... <laughs> Yes, <laughs> ice. But we went there, and it was, like, snowing, and I was like, this is so cool, but I want to eat food, but now we have to run in this. But I think that was the best con, because it was just inspiring, I guess, because the cosplayers there were just, like, next level. And I thought I came prepared, and I was like, oh, man, <laughs> this is this is crazy. It's almost like Dragon Con level of, like, anime cons, if that makes it's, sense. It's amazing how... There's people who do it, and like then you got experts, and you got all kinds of, and like I said, it's like where it started from from when me and Shane used to go away, it cost like ten dollars to get into a con. Now it's like hundreds of, like sometimes hundreds of dollars to get into a con now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, upwards for weekend passes now are about sixty to it can run from sixty-five to at least ninety-five just for basic passes on the weekends. But, like, if you get a one-day, it can even just be 75 on Saturday or something like that. It, the price is ridiculous because I never remembered paying that much as a kid. <laughs> uh, do you... I, I got a question for you. It, it, it's kind of weird, and I don't – forgive me if, it, if I'm going too far, but do you have a problem with people like – okay, just for example, Spider-Man has a very specific build, right? Yes. Spider-Man tends to be a little short. He's super thin, but he's also kind of muscular. Yeah. If a guy like me, who's like 6'5", 280 pounds, put on a Spider-Man costume, it's not going to look like Spider-Man. <laughs> but if I did it, would, th would that be somebody you'd be like, yeah, you're not really pulling it off, or would you care? You, you live and let live? Or do you think people should try to cosplay more towards what they're geared for, like try to meet, meet the shape, or does it not matter? Or 
Well, I'm a big believer because I'm technically considered a plus size cosplayer uh, because of my body size. But I believe that people can cosplay whatever they want. Uh, with Zentai's with males, I definitely believe that they need dance belts in public. I think that's a big thing. But I don't think that people who cosplay technically, like, in quote, like, out of their body size should be scrutinized. I think it just depends on their, like, confidence and, like, if they wear a dance belt and underwear and stuff like that. If, if I look over and I'm like, he's obviously not wearing a dance belt, then I'm going to be like, okay, I really don't want him here. But, like... If he's all, oh, you know, having fun and he's, you know, respectful and wears the appropriate things, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And the same thing goes for women. Like, for example, when I cosplay, <laughs> I wear, like, a corset and I wear stockings and I make sure that, you know, everything's in where it needs to be. But some guys don't really have that. I guess they don't really have the ability to reach out and get that. You know what I mean? Because she oh, wears your towards women. I wrapped up women. one of mine. I wrapped myself. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta sometimes, man. Like, and it sucks because, like, you're like, man, I really want to join the con, but I also don't want to look back and be like, man, well, what was I thinking, you know? So, I think, I think cosplays for everyone. I, especially body sizes, skin colors, I think it should just be kind of thing that, like, everybody just has fun. The main thing is, is you gotta have fun because then if you're not having fun, then it's not fun for everybody around you, you know what I mean? There you go. Is it is it easier? <clears throat> sorry, is it easier to get into a con when you're already in the hotel or you're coming in? Because I know sometimes Shane has had trouble coming. He'll just show up and he's having trouble just getting into the con. Where if you like, where we've done cons, we get in the hotel, you go straight down into it. Which one? What do you have more trouble with? With I have more trouble driving. Like if I don't stay at the con, I really prefer staying at the con. A, especially in Texas. Um, like in Dallas, I don't feel really safe in cosplay if I'm not staying at a hotel because of people harassing us and stuff like that. So I prefer to stay in the con because then you can just walk down and if you're done for the day or if you want to go change and go have fun at like the rave or whatever the case is, or just walk around the dealer hall, you have that option too without going through traffic or, you know, being afraid that someone might mug you when you're walking in in Dallas. Like it's, it's more comfortable for me, I guess. Is, is it still hard for you to get, like, you're going, okay, honey, let's shut it down for a day. I'm tired. Do you still have trouble, like, getting to the elevator? Do you still have, like, tons of people stop you along the way? Oh, man. I hate getting in the elevator at cons. I would rather just run up the, he like, the stairs and heels. I'd, like It's like that tooth pulling sometimes to get in elevators. I think getting stopped isn't that big of a deal unless I have to go to the bathroom and I have like eight layers on and I'm like, you don't understand how long this is going to take me <laughs> to just go to the bathroom. But um, I, I just would rather, I just hate elevators. I would rather just like go upstairs, but sometimes you don't really have that option. But because it's so busy and like a lot of the cons nowadays are like packed, like they're over selling their tickets. So you're trying to be, have fun and stuff and go places and yeah, agree. Agree. They they oversell these cons and you can't even budge and everyone has a ticket and you can't even get inside the damn thing half the time. And when you get in there, you either can't get to the cosplayers, you can't get to the dealers' tables, you can't get to the Q and A's, because there's so many freaking people in there. And and one third of them smell like ass. Oh yeah. Hygiene oh. is a fucking problem at cons. Now yes. this is my one of my questions is we've all had that one 
guy. Now, I've never had a girl, knock on wood, but I, I, I remember this one guy, and I'm sure everyone's had that one guy who smelt a high heaven. Do you, can you recall that one individual? Yes, I was in the dealer's hall. <laughs> I was strapped. No. Uh, so I was in the dealer's hall, and this guy stopped us and was like, hey, can I have a picture? I think I was wearing my uh, Mary Jane Iron Spider costume oh, back at mm. Fan Days. And he was like, hey, can I get a picture? And he's, I was like, yeah, sure, why not? So, like, you know, we step, we start posing, and I was like, oh, dear God. <laughs> like, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, mm-hmm. just going to hold my breath as long as I can. And, like, I don't want to be rude, but I also want to be like, hey, you know, they have free, like, deodorant over there. Like, You should have wigged out and been like, clean thy filthy self. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> Wipe it thy, thine own ass. Please. Please. <laughs> Oh, man, I've had moments where I thought I was smelling bad because I was a part of a dance idol group that did Love Live. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but we performed outside at Akon like two years ago, and I was just drenched in sweat. And I was like, please don't touch me. Please don't take pictures with me. You don't want to smell this right now. Trust me. But just let me go change. It was so bad. I was like so embarrassed. That's what's happened to my Batman costume. It's gotten so sweaty. I can't really wear it anymore because... <laughs> that latex, that latex on your face, just makes you just drench and sweat. It just oh yeah, it just, it just gets everywhere. Are, yeah, are you still part of many? Uh, I know you said you stepped away. Are you still part of many cosplay groups? Have they tried to make you come out? Uh, well, you're hitting a little hiatus right now. Did that make you try to make you come back out yet? Um, well, the group that I was recently in, I left. But I did recently join a new one. But a lot of the stuff that I do is within my own group because, you know, these are people that I know that will commit to it. And I don't know if you guys know, but there's a crap ton of cosplayers in DFW, Dallas area. Denton, for sure. And it's, like, hard. It's, like, there's too much selection, I think. (laughs) So it's, like, you. these people will be, like, oh, well, I could do this with someone else. And, like, forget about you not doing it ill-intentioned. But it's, like... It's just too much going on. So sometimes I really stick with my group because I know that they want to do it. We have similar likes, you know. So I really want it. Like, I just joined a recently a new group, and hopefully they stick through and we can, you know, start performing again. But So with, with that being said, um, did you ever have a group that was too high demand that were like, all right, guys, if you're joining this group, we're going to do these cons. We do we do these over here. We, we need these costumes. Have you ever had a group, like, someone's, like, the main guy or gal, and they're, like, too controlling? Well, the dance group I was a part of was called uh, Start Splash. And, see, I like that determination because that's kind of how I am. I, like, I always like to have a goal. Like, what are we doing? But we would be, like, learning six dances at once. We would have three costumes in the mind. We'd be guesting at Anime Austin one weekend and then the next performing at Akon or whatever the case was. So, like, I really liked that because it gave me something to, like, work towards. Mm -hmm. It was a lot. It's a lot demanding. And sometimes people don't realize how much it is for these groups that do look put together to, like, go through that. So, like, I have mad respect to, like, Pro Star and Start Splash because they put a lot into it and it's constantly a hustle, you know? So I don't think it's necessarily was too much for me. Mm-hmm. I think it just, you know, you get to see these people at their worst and their best. And, you know, they're your friends. And then sometimes, some days you're just like, man, I want to wring your neck. But like at the end of the day, you guys put out a good show, you know? So I feel like, no, I haven't had that experience yet. Normally I'm the one that's like 
whipping people to like finish their cosplays on time because I'm like, they don't, I'm not going to. <laughs> so, with, with that being said, you sound like the committed, driven one. Have you ever been in a group where you're like, oh, well, looks like Susie didn't, didn't give a damn at all, you know? Yes, that that group of that one person just said they were gonna do something and they never did it and they show up not knowing nothing. Oh man, <laughs> yes. I I mean it happens a lot because, like I said, the DFW community is so huge. So like sometimes you're like, oh, let's take a chance on this newer person and bring them into our group and try to you know integrate them into like what we know and teach them, and. They just, you're like, I'll give you this one task, this one thing that you have to do, and then <laughs> they don't do it, or they don't know how to do it, or they don't care enough to do it. So it's like, oh, man, sometimes it's disappointing. It for sure happens a lot, though. That's kind of like when Daniel tells me to, like, contact a guest. Shane won't do it, or just doesn't give a damn. One of those <laughs> options. Well, you, you, I know you go, you, you're busy sometimes, so that's why. And sometimes I'm not. <laughs> have, you, have you got a chance of being in any of the cosplay I didn't know it was a cosplay magazine until I saw it one day on the shelf it was a, it was a magazine with just cosplayers in it have you had a chance to be in any of those issues or any other ones yet yes I've been in two uh, one I was recently it was my Zelda and my Link with my friend uh, Brianna who's Triforce nerd uh, we did Zelda and Link, and they had a whole spread on Nintendo. Uh, so we were in that one, and I was really happy about that because I wasn't... Okay, don't judge me, but I didn't really get into the whole Zelda fandom until I was older. So, because my boyfriend was like, have you ever played these games? And I was like, no. So he's like, let's start with Twilight of Spirits and then, you know, watch all of this. So I recently got into it, so I was, like, really proud of that because I tried so hard to make sure that, you know, I didn't let those people down even though I wish that my Buet and my Luigi would have gotten there, but I'm happy with Zelda and Link because they're like the OTP of Nintendo. Awesome. But it's called yeah, Cosplay I, uh, Realm. It's okay. I didn't really... I, I never played a Zelda game all the way through until Breath of the Wild. That was my first one that I sat down, and I loved that game. That game was great. That's one of my yeah. favorite games. But the rest of them, I never really played. I just kind of looked at them and said, oh, that's cool. like the theme song. Hmm. <laughs> oh, the theme, yeah, the theme songs always make the Zelda, the Zelda games and movies. <laughs> oh, so in the how do I say it? in the end game of everything you're doing, what what do you want for yourself? Do you want your own cosplay group? Are you working towards something that you want to achieve, or do you just do this for fun? You know, uh, like, what is it for you doing this? It's a little bit of both. I kind of lost myself for a little bit getting stuck in the whole competition realm of like competing and, you know, comparing myself to other people. But I think that I'm kind of come back with the mindset of like trying to have fun with it because mm -hmm. my my whole thing that I wanted to do when I started cosplaying was like I wanted to be able to bring people's favorite characters to life, whether that be between, you know, photography, expressions, modeling, costume building, you know. So that's, that's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of having fun, and it's a little bit of, like, inspiring others to remember why they love a series so much. Like, because a lot of times, you know, there's so much going on. It's like, I don't know if you guys know something, but, like, Ark the Lad is one of my favorite series, and you don't see a lot of cosplays from that. So it's like, that's one that I've been, like, putting off and putting off because I want to do it right so people will love it just as much as I do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think my brother's into that Ark the Lad stuff. 
yeah, it's a good it's a good story. Like I watched it when I was like 14 and you know, I've been making uh, Hunter play it with me and we've just been going through it and it just brings back so much memories, you know? So that's one of the things like I love about cosplay is like even, you know, Star Wars games, like played a ton of those when I was a kid and I'm like, now I want to cosplay Bastila and it's like kind of bringing up these old memories is really good. Let me ask you, since we we haven't talked about Star Wars yet. Oh no. What? Okay. Yep. So The Force Awakens. Okay, movie. Mm. But what did you think about them just totally flushing all of the expanded universe down the drain and saying, fuck that, it's done? Okay, that was bullshit. Let me just start. Because <laughs> that pissed Man, me off. tell you, yes. <laughs> I mean, you can, there's no Han Solo's. Like, I, I'm not familiar. I, like, I, I've never read one of the expanded universe books or anything, but like, I know like some cool shit happens. And oh, I'm yeah. like, I, why wouldn't you just do that? Why would they try to do something and, that doesn't make any fucking sense? And, and Han and Leia had two kids. Not one. They had two kids. Not yes. just him, you know. And one of them's a badass chick, right? She's got the fucking lightsaber and is a good pilot. And she... they had, no, they, no, they had two boys. And okay. one, one was being trained to be a Jedi. Okay. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> it comes to just Does the time. One have a special guest that he didn't tell us about? <laughs> oh, Aww. it's his son. <laughs> Sorry, my kiddo's asleep because he's sick. Oh. Yeah, he got a. What did hand, he get, Shane? That's... Hand, foot, and mouth. So he's got like broken out, like all over his face, and it's uh, it sores in his mouth, so it hurts to open his mouth, and Aww. it's got sores on his feet, so it kind of hurts to walk around. So it's just miserable. I'd be too. Yeah. I wouldn't so... be quiet about it though. I'd be loud, miserable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he is around Sarah. Like Sarah's been just. Cause she's pregnant right now, my wife, and uh, she's just been like depressed and hormone pregnancy, and it's fucking crazy to live with. Like, like I'm constantly walking on eggshells and shit. Aww. And, yeah, and then to top it off, now we got Roger, who's just miserable, and and I'm going to work like, cause it's like, oh, I get to go to work and get away from this for today. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky fair. me. That's totally fair. So. Well, uh, uh, real quick whisper before John shows up. What me and John noticed, I remember we used to go to IkiCon, like like in four years we went uh well we were about four years and we noticed uh the first time we went we went, there's a lot the younger crowd. Uh <laughs> I guess they could afford rooms or something. Oh. Were, like oh, I think John remembers. Uh they were like staying like some people were staying outside, some were sleeping in the lobby. Uh they were like a tad too young to even be there. I think police no, showed up. No, police showed up because a few of them were runaways. They oh just they God. just <laughs> took money and just left and they just left home and rented us to went to Icon and was it Austin Daniel? Yeah, I think it was Austin. Yeah, and they just and they all, you know, some got arrested because they were runaways and picked up. You know, but you know, when you gotta go to con, you gotta go. You know. Oh God. <laughs> it, it was go, wild because, like, the first time we went there, we we actually went to a a, a cafe. Was it a maid cafe, which was pretty cool. They had like a whole yeah, bunch yes. of stuff. The first time we went to a maid cafe, first time, uh, a whole bunch of stuff over there. Which it was, is it was weird, fun. having these women dressed up as maid outfits calling you master. By the way, that was freaking weird. <laughs> yes, master. Uh, all right. That's why I'm biscuit. Yes, master. Okay. Even the butler. <laughs> even the butler. <laughs> the one butler they had, Jeff, remember? 
<laughs> did, I, did I tell you about that mental health lady that came to my job and was calling me master one day? Oh, oh no, no. It was it was a mess, and she's and I'm sitting there like, okay, uh, I'm gonna send you to this office, and they're gonna take care of you and get you back on your meds. And she's like, yes, master, yes, master. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're like, please stop. Please stop saying master or mad. I didn't say massa because I didn't want anybody to hear that. Like, please don't call me master again. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, so have you ever heard of this street in Japan where it's all cosplay? Harajuku, yes. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Have you ever been? Or you, do you want to go? Or I wish I could go. <laughs> I want to go for sure. They don't. Do, they do like this uh, type of fashion in Japan that's called street fashion, and they have a bunch of different types of, I guess, like, uh, like what we would consider like gothic. Like they have like gothic Lolita or sweet Lolita. Like they have different types, and I think Harajuku is like a really cool place because like these people can like dress up whatever way they want and they're like accepted, you know, like they're not looking at like them, like, Oh, those are the kids that run like Naruto. They look at them like, Oh, they're really fashionable, you know? And they have a lot of, um, recently in Texas, uh, they have a lot of J pop or J fashion runway things, uh, that are really cool. So they show a lot of that fashion, but Harajuku is sick because like, they sell wigs at like dollar stores and I'm so jealous because <laughs> I yeah. want that. <laughs> Yeah, You're ahead of their time over there. One of my favorite photos from that was there was a guy who was like, I don't know what he, I don't know what it was imitating, but it's like some kind of fantasy look, like a guy with a big old sword, but it was Ronald McDonald. And he had like anime <laughs> hair, but he had this big ass fucking sword. And he oh, was like, he was staring down at the end of the street. And on the other end was a guy equally dressed up like that, like fantasy armored up, crazy hair, but it was Colonel Sanders. Is that the Final Fantasy where it was Cloud yeah. and Sephiroth? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that shit was great. I was like, that's fucking genius, man. Yeah, like, I love crossovers that are like that much attention to detail. I'm like, that's like a gold star. Yeah, that was. That's what's up. The, the, have you ever done any Power Ranger ones? We, we, we never talked about that one yet. Has your mom done any Power Ranger ones? Watch it. Watch it. Uh, no, but I have a friend, his name is Kevin, the director, who is obsessed with uh, Power Rangers, but I do remember going to a kid's house when I was a kid playing with them, but the things that I know that I want to cosplay that are, like, really weird, like, I want to do, like, Code Lyoko, uh, like, Beyblade, I don't know if you guys remember the original mm -hmm. Beyblade, but I want to cosplay from that and stuff, but Power Rangers, I never, like, was like, yeah, I want to cosplay that, because I always remembered them being like, oh, you could be the Pink Ranger, and I was like, no. I want to be, like, the Black Ranger because he's, like, a wolf or something. Like, I was like, I want to be something cooler than just the Pink Ranger. So. Yeah. I tried to talk John into going as a Power Ranger. He wouldn't do it. Um, I'm true with Buck to be oh, a yeah. Power Ranger. Just Rich, be the armored Power Ranger. Get, like, the plastic body armor or whatever. Uh, I don't know if you heard this restaurant. You, you and your boyfriend need to check it out. It's called the Time Machine. It, it, is, it is fun. They got people dressed as movie stars. We saw the Black Ranger. Vid Diesel, and they played the characters pretty good. We had Magnificent. She showed us to our table, and she's like, "Here's your table." And she throws down our 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 our, our uh, menus, menus, and she's like, "Bye." <laughs> like she's the <laughs> she's the mead version before she got nice. I was like, "Damn, she's a meanie." <laughs> um, so, huh? Go ahead. Let's do some uh, random questions. Um, okay. fa uh, favorite action movie. Favorite action movie, uh, The Matrix. 
Yeah. Yeah, good one. Good. Uh, favorite horror movie? Oh, shoot. There's too many. I like The Hills Have Eyes, though. I like The Hills Which Have Eyes. Which one? The, 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 the remake or the original? The original. The original. John's the original. talking like he knows about the fucking remake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't ask if I didn't know about it. I, yeah. know, I like uh, you know. I like those psychological horrors that aren't just like, oh, here's blood. It's like, oh, there's actually something really creepy about this. But I really like Japanese horror a lot, especially Japanese horror games. I like those a lot. Scary girls screaming and crawling through the TV and shit. Oh, the ring scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, favorite sci-fi movie. Uh, favorite sci-fi movie. I think uh, The Fifth Element is my favorite sci-fi That's movie. Good one. Badass. That's a good one. Uh, what else? Uh, well, I've got the other one I was gonna ask. Uh, favorite? Um, oh, favorite uh, anime movie. Oh, anime movie. I think I saw an Inuyasha anime movie when I was like a ch- little baby. Uh, but I don't remember watching like an anime movie like that much. So, well, the the, the hard thing with that they broke down like that too. You got horror, anime, horror, action. Yeah. Side. They broke down, even though it's, car- well, it's still broke got, down the same way. And then if yeah. it's like Dragon Ball, you have like the anime series, and then you have the anime movies, which aren't necessarily tied to the series, but some of them are. Yeah, it's like good grief. Yeah, for sure. And your favorite. TV series you enjoy watching? Right now I'm watching Criminal Minds, but <laughs> uh, I really liked iZombie. I don't know if you guys ever watched that, but that's a really good one. I Zombie. It's a really CW good. show, right? Yeah, CW. It's a really good like. Uh, it's placed in like current day, but it's like what would happen if like a zombie outbreak happened in one town, and what would the reaction of the world be, kind of thing. But it's like their lives as well. So I think it's a really cool show. It reminds me of like. A, well, it's based off a graphic novel, I think, but it's really cool. Are you a fan of any of the other uh, CW uh, shows, Green Arrow, uh, Black Lightning, any of, any of those ones? I wanted to watch um, Cloak and Dagger. I know, I think that's a CW, mm-hmm. but I wanted to watch that one because I always love that. But I tried to watch the Supergirl one, I think it was. And uh, man, it was I rough. Supergirl. Oh, it's rough. I've watched the episode. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> up in there. Mm-hmm. And Lex Luthor was in this last season, and he's like in his suit and everything. Oh wow, that's cool. So maybe they're gonna bring back or bring out her like black Supergirl outfit. But like... well, they brought it was Russian. They did they did the Red Sun, but instead it was the Red Daughter. They had the oh. Russian Supergirl show up. Oh, that's cool. And... But the actress was just so like she looked. She reminded me of like this. Like the Smallville way back in the day, the way his acting was, like, but now, and I was like expecting it to be better, I guess. Um, but the story writing, I think, on shows are better than the movies. Don't hate me, but I feel like you can put more information in the shows than you can do with some of the movies, you know, because it has a series longer. I really want to watch Green Arrow though, because I love Black Canary, but. I haven't gotten around to it because I don't have cable. I watch everything on Netflix and yeah, uh, Hulu. You probably should stay away from it then because they fucked that character up many times. Oh it, no! <laughs> it's it's not historically accurate. Black Canary. She's all over the place. I saw all of the promotional pictures of her. I think she had like short hair or something, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hit and miss. I mean, it's some one time at one point they finally got the look right, but it's just so hit and miss. Um, mm-hmm. And then that chick, uh, Katie Cassidy. At one point in time, she got like super thin, like 
way too thin. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was, was kind of worried about her, but then uh, otherwise, it's it's pretty good. It's it's an okay show. I think a lot of the shows that I've seen are because of people cosplaying them. Because you know, I'll see a a green lantern, not a green lantern, or a green arrow, and I'll be like, I don't know what that outfit's from. And then I see it on the internet the next day and like a promotional thing on Instagram or something. And I'm like, oh, that's where it's from. So like Captain Marvel, like I knew her as Miss Marvel. So like that really freaked me out when that happened. Cause I was like, what do you mean? That's yeah. the person that Rogue got her powers from. I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah. But no, I wanted to see Miss Marvel in the movie. I wanted to see her in the Warbird costume before she became Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was expecting. So when they said that they were having a movie come out with that, I was excited because I've read about her in all of the the Rogue comics and, comics and stuff, and I really wanted to see her kind of do stuff. But then they did that, and I was like, I don't know <laughs> what they, this they, is. They did it on purpose because they knew Shazam was coming out, and they wanted to be like, piss on you, DC. Here's oh, our Captain Marvel. You can shove it up your ass. They do that a lot. Shazam was good, though. Shazam was a damn good movie. I, I, I yeah. Shazam, like Captain Marvel. Where's the Rock showing? Where's the Rock going to join us as the Black Adam? He's so busy. I mean, so they got to plan these movies years in advance, and the Rock's like booked for the next three or four years. I don't blame him. I Whenever like the Rock. He gets an opening, he'll he'll jump in there. Is there is there a book you're eating, you're reading right now? A book? Yeah. Mm, I read a lot of nonfiction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I kind of just recently got into podcasts, so I, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, like true crime pro- podcasts. Mm. But most of the books that I read are like, I I don't actually. I'm not gonna lie, I don't read a lot because I don't I can't have the attention span. But the books that I do read are like fantasy stories and stuff like that that are like about like there's the last one I read I can't remember the name of it but it was about a female gladiator and stuff like that and I was like now I want to make a gladiator costume and I was like this is why I can't read books so <laughs> I'm like it stop <laughs> so for other people who want to cosplay cosplay is not cheap right oh no <laughs> it's no it's not cheap if you had to round up you take three of your best costumes how much would each costume you think cost for one, through like one of my like top costumes, you think? Yeah, you, you think three of your three of your top costumes. How much do you think each one cost? Uh, so I think like if I build it, it's more. So if I started a build price, I normally estimated about one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars, and then the wigs themselves, depending on the work I do on them, is like the base can be like fifty to seventy to eighty dollars. And then you have wefts and stuff like that. So that can go upwards. Like my Zelda wig I got from Amazon. But that wig I combined about two or three wigs with. And on top of it made the braid. Out of a wig that I made. Like a braid I made. So like that wig itself was upwards about $60-$70. Because of the length alone. So it's pricey. And that's not including like makeup. Like how much makeup uh, girls or guys wear. Or contacts. Or... You know, shoes, because that's a big necessity if you're walking around a con all day, you know. Like, the most comfort I've ever had was when I was Iron Spider, because I got to wear Converse's. But most of the time, women in comics or anime wear heels. So, that's a nightmare in itself. <laughs> but you're not I've always worried. said that the nicer the cosplay is, the more expensive it is, the harder to move around it is, and the hotter it is. Oh, yeah. Definitely. The, but, definitely hotter. <laughs> but you're not wearing no... Cheap, uh, uh, cheap uh, Walgreens makeup, right? You're wearing 
makeup oh. that's made to stay on this last all day and yeah definitely so like when i do my makeup i set it at least four times to make sure like if i know i'm gonna be at a con where it's texas and it's hot um so i have to set my foundation set my primer set all that kind of stuff uh especially my eyeshadow so it doesn't melt you know so <laughs> that's like i mean like my makeup alone my collection's out of control because i started buying makeup for cosplay and you know oh i need this color but it's not in this palette let me buy this other you know 60 70 dollar palette so it's like kind of like that whole thing of like makeup Ooh. is not cheap and especially like for girls we wear more but like trying to color match my boyfriend is such a pain in the butt sometimes because <laughs> <laughs> you know i try to cover his beard and try to you know uh fix his eyebrows and stuff like that and that's stuff that i've never had to do so i'm like i have no idea how to fix this <laughs> so experimentation is needed <laughs> Do you get your fabric from uh, Joanne? Uh, I get some of mine from Joanne's because they have nice coupons. But there's also a place in Dallas called Golden Dior uh, that has really good sells on fabric. Uh, like, especially pleathers because those are so expensive. Um, my Mr. Freeze is actually uh, from Walmart because I was so picky about the color. <laughs> and I couldn't find the right pleather color. So That's I finally sick. found it. And I was like, oh, great. That's this Walmart. is upholstery. Let me try to sew this. And I broke like six needles on it. But oh, I was very specific about the color because I already knew, you know, there's a chance of us getting backlash because we're doing like, you know, bunny versions. But I was like, man, I really want to do Mr. Freeze justice because I was watching Gotham and I was like, I got to do this. <laughs> do you, uh, do you, the fabrics that one cosplayer makes, I think her name's Yaya. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. That's she makes all the good stuff, but it's expensive as hell. I actually, my Mylene costume is made out of her stretch. I think it was one of yeah. her first stretch vinyls that she uh, came out with. And the only thing that I've ever had a problem with is, like, it started turning silver rather than red. But I think that's with, like, age kind of thing. Yeah. But she really brought in the market for cosplay because she was the one that was like, I'm going to bring these fabrics that you don't have, like, studded fabric rather than having to hand stud something or Whatever the case is, stretch vinyl. Like she was the one that really brought it out. So it's expensive. I won't lie, but I guess for something specific like that, it kind of has to have a little bit of a hefty price tag. Yeah, my Batman cape was all her fabric. It's like eight feet of her fabric is ridiculous. How, how much it is? Fucking heavy. Yeah, I'm making a Stephanie Brown right now, Robin costume, oh. and all of her fabric is from Yaya Han at the moment. And yeah. I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> Yaya damn near killed herself one time. She put a corset on too tight. Squished all of her organs. Did you hear about yeah. that? No, I haven't heard of that. That, But I know that girl wears a corset. I look at her, I'm like, that's like a cor Like, you could see it in her waist. And I'm like, could you imagine walking around eight hours and something like that? Like, that's your job. Like, you walk yeah. around in that corset. <laughs> I think they had to call the ambulance on her because she was stuck in that thing and it rearranged her organs. Like, it pushed her organs up or something. Uh, oh, that sucks, man. She was trying I think it was when she was cosplaying as Jessica Rabbit. And she wanted oh. to get cartoon accurate. Yeah. Like the 26 inch waist. I'm like, nah, it's good. Yeah. I got my my waist down one inch. I'm good. I'm happy. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> all right, guys. We're getting close to the end of the episode. Um, what I want to do is everybody to list off what you want Whisper to Cosplay as at, uh, at some point in the future. Oh, you threw a curveball. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
at the top of my head. Daniel, go first. I got Timmy and but Matt. She ain't did that. It was the payday one. When I saw it the first time, I was like, hey, that's badass. <laughs> Good, so that one's done. So Daniel wants to repeat a payday. <laughs> I guess so. John, what do you want? Uh, her favorite Power Ranger. I still say do the Power Ranger. You just one. told you she doesn't fucking like Power Ranger. <laughs> Power Ranger one. You, you didn't say what she liked it or not. I just still, but I thought we cool. I think you can imply that she is not a fan of the Power Rangers. Well, well I like Power Rangers. <laughs> Power Ranger. He probably wants the Pink Ranger too. Sorry. Speaking of pink, I'd like to see an Android Twenty One, like when she's transformed. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Or you could do the Doctor too. Either way, like before she transforms, either either way, I'd be fine. Oh man, I've been wanting to do her too. <laughs> it's tempting. Well, yeah. we appreciate you joining the show. Do you want to throw out any type of social Everything. media where people can look you up or hit you up, or if you're on Patreon or anything like that? Everything. Or? Give us. Give us everything. Okay, so I don't have a Patreon currently, but I'm on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok um, as Stormy Koi. So you guys can check me out there. I have a lot of new projects coming back to, you know, social media. So I'm really excited to show you guys those and hope you guys will enjoy those for sure. Awesome. All right. Stormy Koi, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you for joining uh, Big Beefin. We're, we're glad so to have much. you. Uh, yeah, thank you. Maybe I'll maybe I'll see you down the road at a con. Yeah, for sure. I hope to see you guys there, and don't be afraid to say hello. All right, always. All right, have a good one. Have a good one, guy. <laughs> uh, uh, bring us out, Shane. Oh, well, I guess John didn't want to bring us out. I said he's out. I guess right. John banging on the door, and he's like, "I'm out. I'm out. I'm out." I'm All out. right, yeah. Have a good one. See you next All time. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody.